Good evening. Good morning. So I say good evening. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this uh, fabulous Monday morning. Trust everybody slept well and had a good night and a good weekend. And uh, I know it's Monday morning and it's uh, Mondays are as a rule. They're not very fun, but uh, you got to get up and uh, get going anyway. But uh, if you're like me, I didn't get much sleep last night. Uh, thanks to uh, our stupid animals. <laughs> And uh, kept me up all night last night, and so I'm I am really really exhausted and really tired uh, this morning. Between the animals and my acid reflux, I uh, didn't have a good night last night. But uh, I do hope everybody else did, and uh, hope that this week will be a good one for you. And uh, of course, I'm sure the uh, water cooler topic for most is going to be this election for till now until. Uh, we get the results. I mean, the uh, uh, eight days until it's hard to believe. Uh, you know, I can't believe that uh, four years went by this quickly. It just don't seem possible. It really don't. But um, uh, let's pray for a good, uh, good result. And uh, I'm worried that uh, the results of the election are going to be stretched out i don't think uh, i'll pray that it's uh, a clear-cut uh, uh no holds barred uh, uh we could see who clearly won but i have a feeling they're going to draw it out for months so i could could be wrong and hope that i am but i have a feeling they're going to draw this out as long as they can well, let's go ahead and stand let's do our pledge of allegiance this morning and uh, bring that up if you can, stand and move your hat, if you have one on, and place your hand over your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, again, I apologize. I feel like I'm running a slow motion this morning, and uh, uh, sorry about that. And uh, uh, well, let's go ahead and look at our uh, verses. This, our, our verse this morning is Second uh, uh, Samuel. Ooh. I apologize. Second Samuel 24, verse 24. I'll read it in its entirety, but then I'll, I'll we'll zero in on what we're focusing at here. In 2 7, 24, 24, it says, And the king said unto uh, Arana, Nay, but I will say, I will, I will say, I will surely buy it at three at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offering unto the Lord my God of, the, of that which doth cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. So we'll look at specifically uh, in this verse, neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord, my God, of which doth cost me nothing. So, in other words, um, he uh, that uh, was uninterested. Uh, good morning, Talina. Uh, that uh, that what he was referring to, he wasn't interested in. Uh, it didn't excite him. And uh, you know, it kind of goes back to um, how we how people are viewing Christianity today. Uh, they look at it uh, uh, cheaply. Uh, they look at it as uh, uh, nothing more than a poetic sentiment, uh, a uh, bouquet of flowers of, of uh, goodness uh, that 
you know, if you uh, do something good for your fellow man or whatever it may be, then that's what they've chalked up Christianity to. Well, I've done something good for somebody else or I've shown some kindness to somebody. And and uh, that's about, uh, about all they see Christianity as, is, is just doing some kind-hearted act towards someone else. And uh, it's sad to see what Christianity has become. Uh, it has become boring. Uh, people find Christianity boring. They find the world more exciting. And uh, it plays right into the old devil, what he's wanting. And so, you know, uh, we've got to get back to fundamentals. We have to get back to the things of God. We have to get back to uh, what God's Word is telling us. And we have to stand on that truth. You know, when you look at truth, it is not relative, just because you don't agree with that truth. Um, you know, when you look at something that is relative, you know, well, what's good for you may not be good for me. What works for you may not work for me. You know, I was thinking this morning, uh, you know, when it comes to humor, uh, how it is relative. You know, there's things that people put on there. They say, you know, they'll share a video or something and they'll say, you know, caption it with, I'm dying. This is hilarious. And I watch it and I'm like, I don't get it, you know. And I'll find something I think hilarious and i'm like you know and other people are like you know they don't they think it's stupid you know and uh you know so we all have a different sense of humor but when it comes to god's word uh it is not relative it is um uh we can bank on its truths but you know the sad thing it is there are people out there who have a god of their own making it is not a God of the Bible. It is not a Jesus of the Bible. It is a Jesus that conforms to their worldly needs and desires. I had to really refrain yesterday. There was something uh, that was posted on, um, uh, I don't know if it's JHL or what news site it was, something in regards to LGBTQ. And there was something that a woman put on there that really bugged the daylights out. I mean, I wanted to say something, but I was trying to think how I could present the truth in love, because that's what we want to do. We want to do to present the gospel in a way that will draw people to Christ, not repel them. And uh, of course, a lot of the comments were hostile uh, from those who were non-believers anyway. So I was trying to think of a way I could do it without having to get into some big uh, uh, debate. But uh, so I decided probably best not to even say anything. But she um, was trying to. She was openly uh, gay. And uh, trying to claim that she was a born-again, Bible-believing Christian. It don't work that way. You know, if, if you cannot live in blatant, unrepentant sin, she goes, I love Jesus and I know he loves me. Well, God does not condone sin. You know, you can't, you know, uh, you again, fresh and salt water can't flow out of the same fountain. You, you can be a, a, a homosexual who's not acting on those desires. Maybe you are... Uh, and you're fighting against that and you're trying to live a Christian life and you're, you realize that it is wrong and you're striving to try to do what is right. Well, you're no different than any other struggling Christian out there. But when you are in unrepentant, blatant sin and trying to claim that you're a Christian, it does not work that way. It does not work that way. And so, uh, you know, and, and that's what they've believed a lot of the world to think that this lifestyle choice is okay and that God condones it, that is not true. And, you know, it is an abomination in God's eyes. God's word is clear from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Even Jesus, they always try to throw up, well, Jesus never said anything. Well, Jesus alludes right back to Genesis, marriage between a man and a woman. So, you know, it is, it is clear. 
that it is wrong. It is sinful. And you cannot sit there and claim to be a Christian and live a sinful life uh, without repentance and, and try to say that you're honoring God. It, it does not work that way. But see, we have so many people out there, uneducated Christians, uh, and I don't mean that in a, a scholastic sense that uh, that people who don't know Jesus Christ or uh, are not uh, educable uh, in any stretch of imagination. Uh, you know, there are very people out there who have uh, great many degrees and and high IQs who are not believers. Uh, I don't, no, I'm not, it's not that's not the point. The point is, uh, you have um, uh, people out there who do not know God's word. They don't half read their Bibles. They don't spend any time in prayer. They go to fluff churches that uh, the pastors out there. I never hit on nothing controversial. You know, they have a, a may have an a, a outstanding praise team, and they get some sense of, uh, of uh, euphoric feeling uh, out of their praise, and feel like they've really worshipped God that day. And uh, the preacher comes out and pats everybody on the head, justifies their sin, and tells everybody they're good little boys and girls, and they just go away, just all smiles, and everything's jiggy and wonderful. You know, and it's just it's nauseating. I mean, it, it is nauseating. Because, you know, we're, we, we see the Church of Laodicea, the lukewarm church, and that's what we're seeing right now uh, in our communities and across the nation is lukewarm church. They're not on fire. They're not, they're not cold. They are lukewarm. And what does God's Word say? He's going to spew them out of, their, out of his mouth. It, it is a disgusting thing. See, where that comes from is, is the aqueducts that uh, led uh, into, uh, into Rome or into Greece and different places that uh, where there, there was a long stretch uh, of these aqueducts that where it originally started at, <clears throat> excuse me, was, was probably might have been cold water. But by the time it got to the city, uh, it was undrinkable. It was just it was just like a warm, nasty, you just you didn't want to drink it. It was just disgusting. See, that's where, that, where we get that from. And that's what our churches have become. And our, our that's why that we have... Uh, uh, this this cheap version of Christianity. We have this expressless worship. We have this, uh, you know, this, that's what we're looking at now. Uh, it's uninteresting. It is boring. That's why people find, you know, that's why the world does seem more exciting. And uh, it's a sad state of affairs that we're seeing Christians at. And, you know, it's so sad that we see that, you know, there's such a lack of uh, biblical knowledge but when you throw to throw something out there uh, controversial, whether it's abortion, homosexuality, whatever it is, all of a sudden they're they're uh, biblical scholars and theologians, and all of a sudden they start popping in on stuff they don't have a clue on. And you know, I'm not a know-it-all. I'm not. Uh, if I don't know something, I'm first to admit I don't know it. Uh, but um, but there's things that people put out there. Biblical. They they think they're being biblical, and they're using scripture out of context, using scripture wrongly. And, uh, and we try to call them out on it, uh, because this ain't my first rodeo when it comes to social media. Of course, they want to throw out there, well, that's your interpretation. <laughs> you know, it's, it is, uh, uh, you know, it, there, there's no winning uh, sometimes trying to get through to these hard-headed people who want to just want to live and believe however they want to. And so that's why, you know, in these last days, and I mean that, we are in the last days. Whether you choose to believe it or not, that's on you. But we are living in the last days. And it's time that we get on fire for the things of God. There are things in the Bible, just like last night, I was talking about um, in Titus chapter 2. And we were focusing on verses 3 through 5. 
and uh, there's a lot of a lot of things to that to to that was jam packed in just those two little verses, and particularly when it comes to womanhood and to, from a uh, political correctness, from a cultural uh, standpoint, feminist standpoint, that with those verses are probably the most probably offensive, tick people off. But you know what? It goes back to what I was talking about when I started out, talking about having humility. Either you're going to choose God or you're going to choose the world. Where are you at? And I think that's where churches and Christians alike are going to have to get to the point of deciding, is it the world I love or is it God I love? I mean, you look at uh, Noah's, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Lot's wife. She had such love for Gomorrah that when she turned around, she turned into a pillar of salt, you know. And that's why, you know, I wonder sometimes so many Christians, would they turn back and look at Gomorrah uh, because of their love is too too strong for the world. And that's why, you know, we have to get out of this. You know, we, we, you know the things of God are going to step on your toes. You know, the things of God are not always going to be warm, fuzzy things. It's going to make you feel good. It should bring you into conviction. It should make you think. It should be a mirror reflecting back of seeing the things that needs to be changed. And too many people are not doing that. And so they don't, they don't you know, if you ever look into a mirror, well, you don't realize that, uh, you know what, you need to comb your hair. You need to take a bath. You need to wash. Then again, you walk around Walmart and you think uh, uh, there's, uh, there, are, there are tons of people without mirrors. You know, <laughs> you see some of the things out there and you're thinking, shoo, boy, they apparently didn't look in the mirror this morning. And that's, that's what goes uh, with a lot of Christians. It's, you have a lot of Walmart Christians. You know, hey, I just come up with that. A lot of Walmart Christians because they apparently they don't own a mirror and realize and understand the changes that need to be made in their lives. And um, so that's what we have to do, my friends. We have to make those changes. We have to get on fire for God. And we have to read those passages that we may not agree with, but we have to understand that we have to be humble for God and realize that these are things that we must make changes and the things that we have to do. There's a lot of cheap uh, Christian, a lot of people have made uh, Christianity cheap have expressed less worship, have become complacent, have no interest uh, in uh, expanding uh, their knowledge and understanding of God. And you have people out there claiming to be Christians who are who have created a God of their own, a Jesus of their own, that is not the God and the Jesus of the Bible, just so they can justify their sinful lifestyle, uh, <clears throat> so they can, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, so that they can have a God that will accept uh, their sins without feeling the need of repentance. And that is idolatry, and that is wrong. And so that's why, my friends, it's imperative. That's why it's important that we serve the Lord that God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being, that we are on fire for the things of God, and we have to stand and kick against the goads of the things of this world, that we strive to have that mind of Christ. We strive to do what is right in God's eyes. We're, we have to uh, stand, and everything that a Christian is stands and flies in the face that those in the liberal left hate and despise, that uh, stands in the face of political correctness, stands in the face uh, the, uh, that the world uh, wants to to pursue and do and that we are against that's why we are hated that's why we are biggest but we should be of no surprise because jesus said hey they're going to hate you because they first hated me let's have a word of prayer if our lord we thank you love you and praise you uh, lord thank you for this day thank you for your grace your mercy lord help us uh, each and every day to be on fire for you uh, Lord, let us serve you well. Uh, Lord, let us Lord, help us not to justify sin, but recognize abhorrent and hate it. Help us, Lord, to recognize those things that need changes. Let us be brought under conviction. 
Let us serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Let us be on fire for you. If we're if people are going to a church that is lukewarm, Lord, let them uh, seek out a church that will, will draw them closer to you, where they can hear the truth and serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with this country. And Lord, I pray that you'll heal this nation, this land. Uh, Lord, let it uh, uh, pray to bring peace upon this nation. Let our election results be a good one. Let our police officers know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, I uh, just pray that um, uh, you'll be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Roger Winters, and Ginger and Troy Hood, Lynn and David Feathers. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be a friend, pair, and her sisters, and uh, her friends. Be with all those who are being diagnosed with COVID. Be with our brother in Christ, uh, Mr. Ron Thompson. Lord, be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these difficult times. And Lord, I uh, just pray that, um, uh, that you'll be with this nation. Be with the churches. Lord, help us to serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, Talena, I'm sorry I didn't see your uh, comment just now. Uh, we need to be praying for her. She's having a bad coughing spell and uh, she's hurting. So we'll be definitely lifting her up in prayer. And Robert Falls said, bless you, man. Thank you, Robin. Appreciate those uh, kind words as well. So, uh, Lord willing, we'll keep doing these uh, devotions every morning at 6.15. And don't forget this coming uh, Sunday uh, after midnight, of course, the time changes. We fall back. Uh, we gain an hour. And uh, uh, our fall festival has been canceled. And Sunday evening services, we return back to online only because of this rise of COVID. But we'll still meet physically at the church from 11 to 12 on Sunday mornings. Uh, if you haven't already and want to, you can tell your friends and family. You can find me here at Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. Uh, you can also, right now we're having some <clears throat> major troubles, but um, uh, eventually we'll get this straightened out, and you can watch live on flbconline.com. Thanks to good old YouTube, they're making it difficult for us to stream out for whatever reason. And if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the Document Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, and uh, you can watch, uh, I mean, you can listen, no video, audio only, as you're going out and about your day. So, But I, uh, I hope everybody has a good week. I know, like I said, I know Mondays can be a pain, and uh, a lot of you got a lot of things uh, going on. And uh, you know what? I just realized that when I read the scripture, I did not pull that up uh, on the uh, website or on uh, uh, social media for you to read along. I apologize for that. Just dawned on me. I'm so sorry. I'm just not thinking straight this morning. But anyway, uh, just, you know, I hope everything goes well this week. Just keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the Lord, and you'll do well. So uh, remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.